welcome back to A to Z with Amy Z. I'm your host, Amy Z. Today's episode is sponsored by Grapevine Wines in St. Louis, Missouri. Check out their website for online ordering to be picked up curbside, sent to your home, or shipped as a gift. Mike and Diana Gray are the sweetest people and always do an amazing job at helping you select a wine, a spirit, or sending the joy of alcohol in a box to a friend or family member for any occasion. Visit grapevinewinesandspirits.com or click the link in this episode description. Alrighty then, let's get to business. So this might be stretching um, my wings a little bit. Not angel wings, ha 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 ha, but my wings as in like, um, who I am. I'm being super transparent yet again. Um, if you've listened to even two or more of these episodes, you will know that I'm kind of a bouncy ball in a glass cage. Like I'm all over the place. I am very, um, different in how I express myself, maybe? I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not alone. Somebody out there, email me and tell me you're just the same way and we can bond like sisters. Not quite sure how to explain who I am, but there's a, I'm, there's a, I'm an onion. There's a lot of layers to me and I'm going to share every layer with you and some episodes might resonate and others might not. And that's totally cool. I get it. I don't, I don't mind if you like, are like, what was she thinking? And another one you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Great. Once again, this show isn't for everyone. Totally cool with that. Um, But I know there might be somebody out there that is slightly interested. So that's why I'm doing it. These past few weeks with my shoulder injury, I've had a lot of time on my hands to just listen to other podcasts, um, find my quiet space in my head because I'm very frustrated with the whole like I got injured and need to sit and rest and all that jazz. So I've was listening to this one called Spiritual Shit with Aaliyah Lovely, and she's amazing. I can't remember what episode she was talking, but she had a guest on, and they briefly mentioned angels, and, like, my insides just, like, leaped, and pitter-patter was going on. I'm like, oh, my gosh! Ah! Like, I just so resonated with this episode, which (laughs) stupid that I can't remember which one it was, but... It was really, really good. And then I was listening to another one um, by Spiritually Hungry with Michael and Monica Berg, and they have an episode on angels as well. So I listened to that, and I'm like, okay, if you guys know me, if you listen to any of my weirdy spiritual stuff, it is, I get two, it's confirmation. That's where I feel like God's saying something to me, and I need to listen up, or he's declaring something to me, or whatever. Two is a big number for me. I just know that when it when things happen in that and in, in twos in any yeah when things happen in twos I know I'm pay, I need to pay attention so that's why we're doing this episode um okay when I was a little girl I always had um, imaginary friends I think it, I thought it was really common I. I, I don't know if little girls, little boys still have these like imaginary friends they talk to. I'm sure they do. My kids are a lot older now, so I don't remember any of them having any. Uh, Abby might have had one or two here and there, but they weren't a prevalent 
piece of the conversation as they were growing up. Whereas when I was a little girl, I vividly remember, vivid, not vivid, vividly remember having imaginary friends with me all the time. I would talk to them in the car, at a grandmother's house while playing, at my house while playing, in the mall, like wherever, whatever we were doing, um, they were with me. And I, I can roughly say it was probably at least four to six, seven, eight years old. Um, my very first memory of anything, I was really, I I was really little. I don't even know if I was like a year old, 18 months. And then it kind of jumps to when I was around three before my brother was born. And then um, they slowly fade after that. But I have dis- very distinct memories. And I we won't get into memory today, but I just, I have a lot of them and I know that they go far back and angels or I'm sorry, imaginary friends were really big in my life when I was little. So I get up in my attic and I start to dig out a bunch of my journals and um, I love legal pads. So I just started grabbing all the legal pads that I saw up there and brought them down and I was looking through them to try and figure out uh, what we could talk about today because there's a lot of stuff up there, just a lot. Um, and it stirred up just digging that a lot up in me regardless um, in this year, what we're going through, me personally, physically. Um, so it was a good, it was a good, if anything, I got up there. Even if you hate this episode and no one ever listens, that's fine. It was good for me. It was healing for me. It was um, reminders for me, which if you don't journal, um, you need to start somewhere, something, somehow. I, I'm not a good journaler, like a diary, daily diary per se. I'm not a good person with that, but I am. Um, I like to dream journal and probably because I like to decipher them and, you know, your day gets crazy. You You start with breakfast and your coffee and next thing you know, you're having to walk the dog and jump in the shower and go to your first appointment and stuff gets carried away. So if you can write down that dream and come back to it later and break it down, especially the ones that like really stand out. I don't, I don't do my dream journal every night. Last night I had some wacky ones and I had multiple wacky ones and I didn't really wake up going, Oh, what was that about? It was more like, eh, you know, I remember bits and pieces, but nothing really um, settling that was speaking to me saying, you, you need to figure this out. It was telling me something. So I do dream journal those dreams that I think are coming to place. I also journal things that I'm, I should say I used to, when I really dug deep and hard into the Bible and I was really, really, really spiritually hungry. And I would just, I mean, break things down like you wouldn't believe. And so I have all those notes up there. And so it's really cool to keep, it's like watching an old video when you were young or when you first got married or, you know, graduation, whatever it is, it's neat to go back a couple years, lots of years later and see that stuff, hear your voice again and how you, how you talked or who was there, what they walk, what they look like, what we were wearing in those days. Like it's really, it's just, it's a neat, a neat thing to do. I am huge on um, my memory. I, like I said, I have like memories from long, long time ago when I was little, but also 
I feel like if I ever was to get dementia or Alzheimer's, that's like, that's like, you might as well just shoot me now. Because to me, memories just speak so much. They're just, they're just, they're my second heartbeat. Let's put it that way. They're just my second heartbeat. I really love to just sit and drink a cup of coffee and just be remembering when, you know, so-and-so said this to me and how I felt or when the kids were this age and what they did. And I just, I just love to be able to look back on my own just memory bank in my brain. But having that written form and a journal is just, it's huge. It's huge to remind you who you once were, where you've come from, what you've been through, um, how God is faithful, how life challenges and changes you. Um, it's just awesome. It's an awesome thing to do. So I encourage you, if you haven't already, just start something somewhere. to St. Louis uh, from the Chicago area, I had had several experiences that were off the charts, mind-blowing, like what is happening in my life. And I would go to spiritual leaders in my life, my pastor and friends and people, mentors and people that I respected that knew the word and nobody knew what was going on. So I am telling you this because I am by no means an expert in any of this. I am by no means um, fully equipped with any kind of lengthy knowledge on any of this. I am learning as I live. and But I know that there is a spirit guide out there for each one of us. I know that I trust and believe in the Holy Spirit to be my guide. I do believe that there are energies left on the earth um, of our loved ones. I do believe strongly that they are here and with us, among us. Um, how much so? I don't know. Uh, who decides to, to, you know, cross the worlds? I don't know. I don't know a lot of those things, and I'm so eager to learn about a lot of that. Um, but I'm just here to share with you that my experiences and you can roll with it and you can um, express to me in an email whether you thought it was stupid and a waste of time. You can shut this podcast off right now. If you're already bored, I don't care. It's totally cool. So when I was a little girl, I had imaginary friends and later in life, then once we moved to St. Louis and I was able to find a church and a group of people who really understood me and can help me explain some of these things, um, told me in fact that those were angels guiding light angels. And I, I wasn't quite sure. I, I don't believe in the TV version of angels being like flying people around with wings and, you know, and, and they've always been in heaven with their cherubs and they're sitting on clouds and they're waiting for us. And then when we die, we're too going to become angels. I, I haven't really tapped into that biblically too much, but from what I have read, I don't, I don't just, I just don't believe it. I don't, I don't know where the wings came from at some point. I don't know if Maybe there is a creature with wings. Maybe it's probably somewhere in Revelation. Anyway, that's not the topic. I do believe that angels are energies. I do believe that we, when we die, will become an energy or could. I should say could because I don't know all those details. But I believe that there's energies, guiding lights, you know, protective measures all around us all the time. So that's when I learned that my imaginary friends, when I was very young, 
um, were really my angels and I was communicating with them. It's kind of like, well, they say a lot of times little kids have that open window spiritually because they're not jaded by life and all the rules and regulations that we as adult brains think we've mastered and need to share with that. Um, they're just more open spiritually. And I've always been way more spiritually than religious. I have always questioned things in any religious form, not to, not to dummy it down or make it like less than, but just because that's just the person I am. I question everything. I want to understand it fully. If that's like a hot topic in my life, if that's what I'm interested in, I don't, I want to know all the ins and outs and I want to decide for myself. I want to be guided Um, which I believe is the Holy Spirit guiding my life daily, I want him to tell me or her, the spirit, to tell me, to share with me, to teach me instead of a guy who may or may not have gone to seminary and or a gal who just started a podcast (laughs) and wants to share the world. Again, I am not an expert. I'm here as a friend. I'm here as a friend to say, hey, I had this experience. Maybe you did too. Let's talk about it. That is the whole basis of this podcast is just knowing you're not alone and conversations. All right, we're into this now. Let's start talking angels. So my angels, I believe as a child, their names were Jennifer and Greg with two G's. Jennifer was a very common name in the 80s, and I did watch a lot of Brady Bunch, so you could see that's maybe where I got her names. I got her name um, and Greg. Yeah, Brady Bunch and Jennifer. Um, But as I grew up, those names never left me. So I asked God for confirmation, and I, I really do believe that was her names. And I looked it up, and Jennifer is English for fair, phantom, white waves, spirit, smooth. Um, so it's like a coming and going, a flexible energy that keeps my life, my life like light and airy and fun and in and, and, and constant motion, which if you know me, I don't stop. I'm always in motion, which is another reason why the shoulder injury has really not been a happy place for me. I don't like to just sit still. Um, Greg, with or without two Gs, is Greek, meaning vigilant, watchful, or it's Celtic for fierce. So if you look up all those words, then um, vigilance can also go into staying awake and alert, being ready to take action. Watchful is very similar too, but it's also an awareness, observant observant of surroundings and your circumstances. Um, So those, those two really make a lot of sense for me as a little girl when I was young, um, because I was extremely observant. I would, I was always like prying my way into adult conversations in hopes that they didn't know I was in existence. Right. I'd have that toy that I happened to have to go get in that room to sit outside in the door and I would just listen, but I'd be playing. I, I knew way too many things when I was little to way too many adult things. Um, and I, because I listened really intently, and I, I think I was pretty swift and keen about it. Nobody ever said, "Amy, get out of the room. You don't need to hear this." Um, nobody just like hushed. I don't remember that a lot. I, I, I think that was like my first lessons in acting: is Ooh, how can you act like you're not here <laughs> and hear everything that's going on. So I really do believe that those two angels helped me, protect me, teach me as I was young. Um, I was really also very independent as well as observant. I, and so I think having that second set of eyes on me and my life, um, was also another just greater call of protection 
on me. Um, I distinctly had two episodes. One when I was six years old. I was, yeah, no, I had turned six, I believe, um, in kindergarten. Another time I was like the second grade, so like eight, I was almost kidnapped two times in my life. A man in a strange car tried to convince me to come into his car with no adults around. Um, that was the 80s, don't forget, where we were allowed to just kind of play and bike and do our own thing as long as we were home by dark. So, um, yeah, I just believe that they were there to protect me and guide me and help me along. So going through all my journals and things, I found that I, I remembered, but I couldn't. I, here's the deeds. In August of 2009, I wrote in my journal about an experience I had with, with two angels. So I was sleeping. I remember the house we were at, the bed I was in, how, where I sleep, how I sleep. I remember that night specifically. Um, I was, it was around five, quarter to six in the morning and I woke up and I was just praying. I was just automatically, and I, I almost still do that every single day. I, if I don't wake up in a prayer like mode, I wake up um, in a gr- mode of gratitude. I try to start every single morning with just in a, with a thankful heart. I, I say positive words. Um, just, just grateful. Thanks God. I got a good night's sleep. Thank you for the warm covers on my bed. Thank you. We have heat. Thank you. I have a house to protect me from that crazy storm that happened. Thank you for, you know, whatever. I just start my day like that. Um, so I remember in that August, I, I woke up in a, in just a constant, in a, just a massive state of prayer. And I was just deep into it. And my eyes were so closed. I hadn't really woken up. I just kind of woke up in prayer mode and I saw a light blink two times. And I was like, Oh, okay. What was that? You know, God, are you, what was that? Like, I didn't understand. And I just felt that I should pray about my angels. And at that point I knew that I had Jen and Greg, right? I knew I had the two and I felt or heard this name. I didn't hear it like in an audible voice, but I, you sense this, um, the name Sarah and that she's an encourager. I was like, cool. All right. Awesome. Cause in 09, whew, that was a rough year. Um, basically anything from 04 to, uh, 1920 in the last couple of years has been some interestingly rough at times, definitely, definitely harder than others, um, years. So I went back to my prayer time. Again, my eyes are closed. I see another double blinking light. Now, we at the where we lived at the time was not a busy street at all. We did not have a street light out in front of our house. We did not leave a porch light on. So it's not like a porch light could have gone off and that was right side of my window or the, you know, I had a lamp on. None of that. It was dark. Quarter six in August, it was probably getting starting to get a little light out, but it was dark. So again, I was like, all right, what is this? And I felt the name Aaron and his name was the Redeemer. I was like, awesome. Awesome. Okay. So at this point I have Jen, Jennifer, the white wave spirit. I have Greg, who's watchful and guardian of me. I have Sarah, who's an encourager. And I have Aaron, who's a Redeemer. Now, if you've heard any of my season one where we talked about our financial ruin and how awful that was we hadn't been out we were not out of it in 09 right um most of the country was not out of it in 09 
Um, and so I really believe that Aaron was there to help usher in then what was coming next and our blessings for going through all that we had gone through. Um, so here I am now in my early 30s. I have four angels. And what do you do with that? <laughs> Why am I even bringing this up other than they exist in my life? Um, I wouldn't say so much in, nah, probably not at all, in the evangelical Christian church of the Western world, do they do they pray to spirits or pray to their ancestors or pray to these angels? Um, other religions do. Um, the Catholics do. And I haven't really researched much beyond them, but I do believe that there's a reason that they do, that they pray to um, saints and call out to things and they light candles. I, I believe in that. Um, I've read books proving things that it's just amazing. There was times in my life where I reached out to some of my Catholic friends and I said, this is going on and I need you and whatever guide you use, I need you to call it. I need you to pray for me. And boom, I'm not kidding. Both, the three times I did that, things changed within 24 hours. I'm, I'm not, I'm not kidding. So I should actually probably research that some more. Um, but there is a reason. So I'm bringing that up, I guess, to say is if I have these angels in my life, um, these forces, these energies, these spirits around us, what are we doing with them? How are we utilizing them? I personally think that I shouldn't have let them go for so long. I shouldn't get in my own head. I need to allow them to be who they are in my life. And that is calling out to them. And Aaron, I we need some redeeming justice going on right now. Um, you know, Sarah, I'm feeling low. I, I need some help right now. You know, bring my spirits up in whatever way you can. Help me just be happy about the day. And, you know, um, Greg, I'm going into a sticky situation at work. Could you please just watch out and make sure I make the right decisions and I'm, I say the right things, you know, calling out to them. I, I just don't believe that there's anything wrong with that. And I, that's, I guess my primary means is who are you praying to? What are you praying for? Are you, did you ask for a guide? Did you ask for um, an angel to help you in whatever circumstance? Cause you're not alone, right? I do not believe you're alone. That is that is another primary reason I'm here for this podcast. I want you to have a friend here, whether it's in your ears, in your car, in your, your phone, however you listen to me, if you listen to me. I just want you to know that I care about you. I may never meet you. I may have never met you, but I care about you deeply. This is, I believe, why I'm here and why I'm doing this is so that you're not alone. And there's other ways of you not feeling alone besides my 20 to 30 minute podcast. There are angels, there's guiding lights, there's people that you, people and things you can reach out to. Um, and if you're an introvert, if you're not a person that's very religious and wants to go to a church or you don't have the money to see a therapist, call out to God, see what angel, what, what he can give to you to help you get through whatever. And they're not there for temporarily. I believe these are angels are with us always. I can't tell you how many times, um, either my kids are going on a trip or sports thing was going on and something was happening in life. And I would just cry out, protect them. God, put your angels around their car, around their teammates, around their coaches. Like 
their teachers, whatever's going on. I mean, with all these school shootings in the last couple of decades, like how does a mom even send her kid to school without praying a prayer of protection over them? It's, it's just a part of who I am. And I hope that you can find comfort in something very similar. Um, so again, I am by no means an expert in any of these things. I'm just so glad that I have them. And it's a part, even just a small part of my life that encompass, encompasses me daily um, that I had to share that with you. I have to let you know that there's more than one avenue. There always is. But a, a lot of times we like to think there's only one way to that perfect job. There's only one way to that one and only spouse. There's only that one way to get that degree. It's, it's not the case. My life, if anything, can tell you that I've done pretty much everything ass backwards and I'm still kind of okay. <laughs> I mean, some days are better than others, but legit, like I had my kids way too young. I got my degree way too late. I, you know, I like, I, I don't just, there's so much stuff, people. There's so much stuff. My life is not normal by any means. And yet I still have a lot of life left to live and I don't, I really don't think any of that's going to be normal either. And I've just got to come to terms with it. And that's going to be okay, I guess. Um, yeah, so one, I just believe they have a job to do in my life. And that's why they're there. Another thing I believe they can, I can call on them specifically to do their job when I'm lacking or in need of that help. Um, yeah, and I know God's always there and he can hear you. But don't we all just sort of need that little extra boost, that little extra helper, that little extra provision, that comfort. I know it's so strange. It's extreme. I go from talking about sex to talking about travel to talking about angels. I get it. Just don't feel so alone and text me. Call me. Call me first. Don't text me. I don't, I'm not giving up my number just yet. Email me and let me know how I can help, what I can do. If there's anything I can pray about for you, if there's anything I can maybe decipher for you, explain to you more, maybe help you with the dream, maybe help you with the circumstance. Again, I am not, I'm not a therapist. I am not a, I'm not a counselor. I am not registered by a lot of those things. I'm a friend. I'm a friend with a big heart for people that are hurting. So if you have anything under the sun that you want to talk about in the show, that's what friends do. If you have any ideas for more topics or things that you think we all might be interested in talking about, please, by all means, email me A to Z with Amy Z at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.